daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast that tries not to worry about what that's going to look like. If you worry about looking stupid, that's when you really look stupid. Um, I'm not sure. Probably a Rob Schneider film. I- I'm guessing the hot chick. It's just a Rob Schneider quote on acting, apparently. <laughs> oh, no. You you need to stop doing these quotes on acting. Okay. <laughs> Did you do well, Kevin James recently? Uh, it was about his relationship with women, I think. But... <laughs> Kevin James on women. <laughs> but this week we are watching a film where Rob Schneider is really flexing his acting bones because he's voicing Norm in Norm of the North. So I thought it's only appropriate that we find a quote on what he thinks about acting. Yeah, so this is an animated film that came out in 2016. Uh, and I've just read something that really made me quite excited. Happy New Year, everyone, by the way. Oh, yeah. Happy um... New Year to all our <laughs> listeners. We're the Sandler Pit, uh, a podcast which talks and watches every single Adam Sandler TV show, film, or appearance. We are on episode, I don't know, late 80s. five, I think. 85, yeah. So we're really getting to the dregs now because this film doesn't have anything to do with Adam Sandler and barely has anything to do with Rob Schneider. Uh, it's basically just a, uh, a New Year special that we're doing. Yeah, just, just to break us in before we go on a little break, we're just uh, <laughs> going to watch this stupid film because we've seen a couple of, I don't know, like <laughs> mid-tier memes about it. <laughs> yeah, so this is considered one of the worst animated films of all time, had a rating of 0% at one point, and also features the voice of James Corden. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. This if is we perfect get... for us, isn't it? Exactly, because we love James Corden and <laughs> we love animated films. <laughs> This is the UK version, though, so it's a bit of a Shrek 2 oh, okay. situation. So, so there's every chance that we're not going to hear him, we're going to hear Jimmy Kimmel. We need Michael McElhatton, who's Irish anyway, who's Roose Bolton. Interesting. Oh, the, yeah, okay. But the UK version has James Corden. Why? Very strange. So Norm of the North, I can see a poster for it here, and it's a big polar bear walking proudly in <laughs> Times Square wearing a New York t-shirt, and... I feel like that tells you everything you need to know. It's a fish out of water thing about a bloody bear coming to New York. Is that what it's about? I guess so. So When a real estate development invades his Arctic home, Norm and his three lemming friends head to New York City where Norm becomes the mascot of the corporation in an attempt to bring it down from the inside and protect his homeland. What? (laughs) It's about him infiltrating a real estate company even though he's a bear by becoming their logo. (laughs) Excuse me. <laughs> I was going to ask what those horrible rats were on the cover. So what did you say? Lemmings. Lemmings, yeah. Because lemons, there was that whole everyone thought lemons were like go commits. extinct or something. No, they used to think that they killed themselves, but it was yeah. actually I think Walt Disney's documentary filmmakers chasing them off a cliff. <laughs> I might have made that up though. <laughs> yeah, might be I a dream. Something like that. It sounds familiar. Um, quite a good cast in this. Bill Nye's in it as Socrates. What? <laughs> yeah, it's not playing Socrates. Um, Maya Kay's in it as Olympia, so they're all in it. All the the Greek gods and or whatever. I don't know. Like oh, Socrates yeah. isn't a god, is he? I don't know. He's a seagull, apparently. In this. Oh, of course. That's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> Ever Graham's in it. Ken Jong. Bit of a hangover reunion there. 
Um, <laughs> Cole Meany's in it. I mean, these people, I'm guessing none of them came back for Norma the North Keys to the Kingdom or Norma the North King's Size Adventure or Norma the North Family Vacation. <laughs> loads of sequels to it for some reason. I don't think Rob Schneider's in any of them. No, he's not. And they don't even have Wikipedia pages. Yeah, and the reason we're doing this is because uh, there was a Twitter account, which was the official Norm of the North Twitter account, and I think it got hacked by an intern or something. They left it logged in, but they fired him or something, so he still had access to it, the Twitter account, right? Yeah, so there's there's absolutely loads of stuff. So sometimes it's Norm of the North post, and then sometimes it's like Norm of the North has an inside job. When will they find out Norm feet stank? <laughs> I think one of them says that Norm's gone missing. Yeah, Norm's gone missing. Norm loves bowling. <laughs> I don't think any of them are official tweets, though. No, no, but he's not tweeted in a while. I don't think he's tweeted since October. But, but it's he... funny because it's a verified account. Yeah, what's the worst thing I could tweet right now? Norm has been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Animated polar bear movie. Norm has just finished reading the Communist Manifesto. Norm has relapsed. Yeah, and then it says that the fifth film is going to be called Sea of Thieves, which might be true. <laughs> no, click on it. Oh, let's look at look. the reply. The first reply: Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves does fit in your mouth. <laughs> what was that? Say it again. Sea of Thieves nuts fit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good pun, but it's very funny. Yeah. Oh God, they found him. Norma's checked it out of rehab. Norm's going crazy. Norma's relapsed. I've got a call from Lionsgate. This is the end. So, yeah, that was the last tweet that they did. So I don't know who that is, but thank you for making us do this whole episode, which I'm sure the film won't be as good as your Twitter account. So No, but they've even done weird ones where there's like June 19th, this Father's Day, treat your dad to an Norm of the North Arctic snack now available on DVD. And it looks like a normal, well, normal-ish thing that they've made with these weird, like, foods or something. I don't know what they're supposed to be. There's, like, weird cookie cutters that they're cutting, like, flowers in cheese. Yeah. Someone's edited a cup of purple drank onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Coughs is up. I don't know why. And then there's someone's edited, like, a Morbius poster with Norm of the North on it. <laughs> there's... There's a Norm of the North word search that's in really, really bad quality. Yeah. You have to squint to see it with like the names of the characters, Mr. Green, Norm, Olympia, Socrates. But if you look in in the word search, it says porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so stupid. I love it. There's so... even a tweet where it says Norm of the North Metaverse movie where Norm of the North and <laughs> the wolf from Alpha and Omega... <laughs> I don't know what that even is, but I like it. Oh, I love the picture of the Norm of the North socks. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Norm loves bowling. <laughs> There's a Norm of the North 3DS game. Norm oh. likes his ice thick, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's so weird, but it is really funny. <laughs> Who would yeah. buy Norm of the North Jordans? This account just it's the gift that keeps giving, basically. Yeah, you just got Norm of the North. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never really heard of this film or anything. Was it directed DVD? Uh, no, it's a, got had a theatrical release. Oh, it's okay. just its um, sequels that did terrible, and it was produced by Splash Entertainment, um, right. formerly known as Mike Young Productions, also known as Moon Scoop Entertainment and Taffy Entertainment. So basically, they're like—I I don't want to 
say anything bad, but I think they're like a money laundering scheme. Hundreds of money laundering <laughs> schemes, yeah. They're um, owned by Cy- Cyber Splash Entertainment, and there's nothing on their Wikipedia, so that's the end of my search. All right, so I'll show you just an extra bit of trivia that I can see here. Mm. Chicago comedian Matt Byrne, or Bryn, I don't know if that's spelled wrong, did a performance art piece claiming he directed the movie until he received a cease and desist letter. Wait, what was that? A comedian called Matt Byrne did a performance art piece claiming that he directed this movie until he received a <laughs> cease and desist order. What um, is it about this film that's captured the hearts of um, of people in this way? I don't know. Like, you see this happens now and again. Like, it, it has happened a few times. Like, Shrek became a bit of yeah. a meme when we were, at, like, in sixth Teenagers, form, Teenagers, yeah. That sort of time. The Minions thing, like the Gentle Minions or whatever they're called, when the people go to the cinema in suits and throw bananas at the screen. That happened. Yeah. I don't know what it is about kids' films that they just do now and again become a meme for some reason. Yeah. Apparently, this the production of this took six years. Oh, God. Which is... tell in the quality of the film, I guess. The first draft of the film had loads of references to Happy Feet, which came out ten years before it, so... Um, and it was going to be straight to DVD, but it then got a theatre release. Um, okay. Imagine assuming that Happy Feet had a big enough cultural footprint that you can do like parodies of it. Even <laughs> even four years after it came out, I didn't remember Happy Feet, let alone ten years after. Happy Feet makes me really uncomfortable because he's like, essentially he's like a baby, but he's adult-sized because he's still yeah, a baby yeah. penguin, but really tall because his, yeah, egg, his egg cracks. I don't like it. Blue eyes. <laughs> Those beautiful yeah. Elijah Wood eyes. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think that we need to do a Sander scale for this. I think it's this a... episode should be really quick. It's not an Adam you've Sandler film. It's not you... a Rob Schneider film. You've cursed yourself now because that's gonna... what we always say. No, but we're going to have enough to talk about without having to say that everyone loves him or Sandler sings and stuff. Yeah. I think... This is like a special... This is just like an, a little fresh episode just so we're not releasing nothing at the start of the year. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's bonus basically, isn't it? Yeah, no scale, just pure norm. Um, yeah. Before we get on to watching it, though, I had word from Santa that a uh, little uh, gift arrived for you. Yep, I can hear his sleigh balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to uh, tell everyone at home what happened with this gift and why it wasn't in our Christmas? <laughs> 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 Be delicate. It's really, really fragile. <laughs> Really so, fragile. This is our first episode since Christmas. Obviously, the Christmas Pit Free was a roaring success. But the one thing that was missing was my additional present. Um, yeah. And Santa did say that it was because I was naughty. But then it just turns out it was late because there's like Royal Mail strikes and stuff. It got attempted delivery, but I wasn't home. So I had to rearrange it. You really wanted me to go to the post office to collect <laughs> it because you've addressed it to Paulie Shaw. <laughs> obviously, my name is not Paulie Shaw. And at my one, they're really strict for like ID and stuff. So I'd have really yeah, but to convince ID him. for your address, but you could have just been like, oh, that's my son. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. but also, why would he have a different surname to me? <laughs> it's my adopted son. It's There's my wife's different son. little things. Whatever. But you've got it now. And yeah, so today it's... a package was delivered for Paulie Shaw, but to my address. Um, Can you describe the package? Like a rectangular box, and it's incredibly light. Like it's... It almost feels like there's nothing in here. It's really light and and it's it's pre-wrapped those... inside. It's very fragile and, and it is pre-wrapped. So be careful with it. I can hear those things in there, like little styrofoam what's-its. <laughs> I'd love it if it was just a box of styrofoam what's-its. So Do he's opening. It? Yeah, open it up. Merry Christmas. 
Oh, that sounds good. Oh, it is loads of styrofoam. What's it? Lovely. <laughs> they taste so good. Let's have a look. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> this is horrendous. <laughs> what have you got? <laughs> God. You said it came pre-wrapped. It is. It's wrapped in bandages. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a plush toy of Murray the Mummy. <laughs> My least favourite of the Hotel Transylvania monsters. It's from the third one. It's still got the tag on it, so it's kind of fresh. It looks disgusting. Look at it. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I like the I like the joke of saying it was pre-wrapped. I've yeah, been saying it good. for ages. But it's just wrapped in instructions on how you can wash him. He's hand wash only, dry naturally. I'll put him in the washing machine. See what (laughs) (laughs) Just see what I can do to him. Yeah, go on. Do you want this? No, I don't want it. Go with your blobby. No, I want you to have it in your home with your wife. I quite like it, but my wife's gonna hate it. I've forgotten all the horrible little things. Put you put down and say this is something I need. Bit of flexibility in marriage, you know. Come on. I, I can see why she would hate it, though, to be fair. It looks horrible. Look how cute he is. He looks like a dinosaur. He's lovely. And every episode, you can bring out yours, and I'll bring out my, my little Bigfoot. We've got so many mythical creatures in our houses now, haven't we? I have a blobby and a Bigfoot, and you have a mummy. I do actually, I do quite like him, to be fair. I think this, I mean, it's the best of a bad bunch, but. Oh, yeah, way better than the other presents, but. I can practice holding a baby with it. Like baby shaped. <laughs> and that is what my baby's going to look like. <laughs> Wrap your baby in bandages, it's glowing green eyes. Shove, sharp teeth. What do the teeth Thank feel you. like? I couldn't sell on the um, picture. They're like soft bits of felt. No, they're just... They're hard. Um, they're just printed. They're printed onto a bit of cloth. Oh, okay. Different nice. texture, though, to the, to the bandages. Yeah. How do you describe the bandage feels? Well, I'd say the biggest standout thing is the smell. What does it smell of? Death. <laughs> it smells like the Nile <laughs> and resin. <laughs> I really like it, though, because it does hark back to that brilliant making of a mummy that we that we did. Classic. And he's our favourite monster. Is he? He's the yeah. worst of them all. He's the one who's not allowed in the studio with them. So, yeah. yeah. Can he freestand? Uh, definitely not. His body's a mess. The shape of it... <laughs> Is a mess. He's just... He looks a bit like you at the moment. Because you're... he's not. He's not like me at all. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's got little tiny legs. He looks exactly like you. That dumpy little body. And... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love that you're the... trying really hard the... to get him to stand up. The contrast you trying to hold up your teddy bear <laughs> with a wedding ring on <laughs> really, really makes me laugh. I have to hold him to get him to stand up in shot like this. <laughs> I love him. Another successful Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a toad, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does look good. <laughs> he looks horrible. horrible. <laughs> really horrible. It's just like a plush of bandages. <laughs> it's like the cuddly toy equivalent of when you step on a plaster in a public swimming pool. Oh, it's crazy because I was proper thinking, what should I get you? And then it hit me whilst I was on a run and I ran back to my flat to buy it. <laughs> I was so excited. It's quite, it is quite funny, to be fair. I, I don't mind that. I actually quite like it. I've grown quite attached to the little chap. <laughs> it's like I've how we him, met. I've got him sat at my at my dining table. Look. <laughs> <laughs> how good Look is at that? Him there. Bless him. <laughs> He's like waiting for a burger to come. How many, how many chairs do you have around your table? Four. 
Oh my god! I've got he one that's be... in the corner though that we can't get to unless we pull the table out, which we rarely do. So I okay, might so stick him at that one. Permanent member of the... <laughs> your dinner every dinner. I know my mum would come in and go, oh, "What's that?" <laughs> she does it every time I buy something stupid. <laughs> well, you didn't buy this. I I spent a decent amount of money on that. How much did he cost? I don't want to get into it. Oh it a, no! It was, it was a, a coll- it was a collectible. No, it was about like. <laughs> Fifteen pounds, including postage, maybe. That's quite a lot, isn't it? I know, but it's worth it, isn't it? I really like that, actually. <laughs> yes, it's getting better and better. Success. Okay. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say about Norm the Norm? No, nothing about that film. I'll talk about Hotel Transylvania all night, though. Oh God, yeah, maybe we should uh, go off and watch Norm the North to get out of this Hotel yeah. Transylvania mood. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go to the north of <laughs> Times Square. So, uh, yeah, grab your uh, three horrible lemming freak friends. Socrates, the seagull. And grab your Twitter account because we are going to head straight to the North Pole and we're going to enjoy Norm of the North. Okay, here we go. Here we go. You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. What can a bear like me do in a city like this? And we are back from the North and from New York. (laughs) We've watched Norm of the North, the 2016 animated Rob Schneider film on our Adam Sandler podcast. (laughs) Luke Thomas, what is the story, the ballad of Norm of the North? (laughs) So Norm is uh, apparently, according to the thing, they the makers of this film wanted him to be like Rudolph. So he's like a (laughs) made one big mistake there, didn't they? The species. (laughs) (laughs) So they wanted him to be like an outcast a little bit. But he's not. Everyone loves him. Mm. But he has like a flaw, and his flaw is that he can speak to humans, or he speaks human. But I don't think they they clarify if it's. Oh God, Luke, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. You. Oh God, you have completely frozen on my end. <laughs> like you're like you're in the Arctic. <laughs> oh, you've frozen in the most horrible way. I want to take a photo of it before it changes. You look broken. Give me a minute. Makes sense as well, doesn't it? Also, again, oh fuck, it's gone back. Um, sorry. So, what was I saying? Yeah, so he can speak human, but they don't specify if it's he can speak English or if he can speak all human languages, really, do they? Yeah. Because all the other polar bears, sorry, in the Arctic can speak polar bear, mm. but he can speak human and polar bear, and he yes. can just communicate with humans. That's his superpower. Um, and it's all going fine, and his granddad also has the same power as him. And his dad doesn't. I think it skips a generation, this magical power, I guess. Like red hair. <laughs> and baldness. <laughs> so he, uh, he's, his granddad goes missing indiscriminate amount of time before. So it goes maybe like 10 years, a year, a month, yeah, 15 sometime. years. Sometime before, and people think he was went looking for fish. Other people think he was kidnapped. It, it's a mystery. Vision quest, uh, some people say. Yeah, some sort of mad shit. And then, God, what happens then? A fucking seagull is like... They they notice that there's a building in the Arctic, and they're like, oh, fuck, we can't have a building here. Even though they've had humans come in for ages, so I don't know what the mm. problem is. But there's a, now a building, so now they're going to destroy the Arctic. So Norm decides to follow the condo to New York to become the mascot of a company because they want an actor that looks like a bear. So he then becomes the mascot for this awful, evil corporation. 
Luke, what did you think of uh, Norma the North? Um, not very much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, it was pretty painful to watch, to be honest. There was a really large chunk in the middle where I looked up and realised it was still on. this is what i wanted to tell you basically when i was watching this film about halfway through i kind of zoned out i had like an out-of-body experience watching myself watching the film then i looked up and like loads of stuff had happened so i went onto wikipedia to try and find out like the plot summary of what i'd missed because it was quite hard to follow especially for a kid's film like so much was happening and then nothing was happening but everyone was really overacting and over exaggerating what was going on yeah Everyone wants to rush through their lines in this for some reason. Like, none of them are taking a breath. They're all just talking constantly. It's quite confusing because Norm has the exact same voice as the villain. Rob Schneider <laughs> and Ken Jeong sound exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> but basically, when, I'm, when I went on Wikipedia, I'll get it up now, to look at the plot summary, it left me a lot more confused because you always forget that just anyone can edit Wikipedia, can't they? Oh, yeah. And someone who'd written the plot summary of this was, I don't want to make assumptions, but I think they were a fucking idiot, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Because they've added in a character called Pedro that just doesn't exist in the film and he's in every paragraph of the plot summary. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's written really poorly as well. It's like our fan fictions, essentially. Why? What um, does it say? All right, so after the whole setup of all the humans and stuff, right, we've got this Socrates, that's the smart pigeon. Smart pigeon. He is. Basically just they've tried to make Sazu, but it's Bill Nye with glasses on inexplicably. Socrates shows Norm and three Arctic lemmings a luxury condo that's been installed on the ice. That does happen. Inside this condo is Vera. That happens. A representative for wealthy developer Mr. Green. After Norm saves Vera from an avalanche, she tells him to find an actor to play a polar bear for their campaign. So she's telling the polar bear to find an actor. That doesn't happen, does it? No. No. Norm denies this, but soon falls in love with Vera, much to the jealousy of the lemmings. Does that happen in the opening? He falls no. in love with the human? No. No. When his grandfather embarrasses him in front of the sea lions, his grandfather... His grandfather's dead, yeah. At this point, um, Norm chases a boy named Pedro, who then discovers Norm. <laughs> so there's a boy in the... Uh, Arctic. Um, but just before <laughs> but just before Pedro and Norm could get together, Norm is knocked unconscious by a tranquilizer dart and taken away from the Arctic, leaving Pedro saddened about what happened. And the lemmings are also taken as well, much to the horror of his grandfather. His grandfather's missing at this point. He isn't tranquilized. He jumps onto the condo as it gets craned onto the boat, and Pedro just doesn't exist. I mean... And it says the lemmings are jealous because he falls in love with Vera. <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. Is there, is there definitely not two versions of this film? I don't know, but I don't think that none of any of this happened. None of that happened. No. But that made me feel even more confused. Imagine looking up from a film you feel like you've just watched and it turns out there's a kid called Pedro running around doing all sorts of stuff that you've just not seen. The problem is, is I, I also can't vouch for it because I watched it at eight in the morning. Um, and for the first 20 minutes, I just wasn't concentrating. I just couldn't look at the screen. Yeah. It took me a while. It took me until he got to New York for me to really pay attention. Uh, so That's when then, I left it. Oh, really? So yeah. together we kind of can piece together the whole film. Just about, yeah. What happens <laughs> when he gets to New York? He 
he goes to a film studio. He get well, James Corden gets right. We haven't even said what we oh, think yeah. about the film. What did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was rubbish. Yeah, that's why I wasn't paying attention to it. It reminded me of Barnyard. Pretty much, if you want I... to hear my complaints about this film, just go to our Barnyard episode because they're exactly the same. No, dull, no. lifeless, horrible animation, and it's just animals dancing. I agree, but Barnyard weaves like this kind of powerful narrative throughout. No, um, this is the same. It's not the same. They're both somehow trying to be the Lion King without doing anything that's good in the Lion King. But Barnyard has that really nice story with the dad. I, I think that's quite nice. And the song is nice. And and there's some powerful parts of the Barnyard. Again, though, that's the same thing. Barnyard has the same thing that this has, where... Oh, shit, you're one, right. <laughs> only one song that they're allowed to use. There's only one song that's like an actual song that they can use in it. Uh, in that, it's Won't Back Down, which is admittedly a good song. In this one, it's Shut Up and Dance by Walk Off the Earth, I think they're called. No, there's also, and if you turn over, and then your eyes on me. And then, right, and thank and you for and singing the song that I just mentioned. Oh, is that the <laughs> Shut song? Shut Up and Dance with Me, yeah, the next line of it. <laughs> What's the song that's playing when he's dancing in the... Is that the same yeah, one? The whole that's film? the one licensed song that they're allowed to use in this. And then the rest of them will sound like when I used to work in Argos, they used to have a royalty free radio station called Argos Radio. <laughs> and all the songs sound like the ones in this film. They sound kind of familiar, but they're really not. <laughs> You're right, because there's a few times where I'm like, I know that song, but it just it didn't make any sense no, it, never, it gets to the chorus and you're like no i don't know this song it's not a real thing it was made by ai i've also got a note saying that this is just billy elliot it's about a sort of a son that wants to dance and a dad that doesn't want him to and he's from the north it is billy elliot <laughs> it's the exact same thing it goes to the city to dance <laughs> that's what this film is forget the climate change this isn't avatar <laughs> <laughs> He's not even against climate change. Right, you haven't even asked me what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I've just got so much to say, so much to get through. Um, What did you think of it then? Oh, I know this is becoming like a catchphrase at this point, but I think this might be the worst film I've ever seen in my life. I hated this. You need to add it to the bottom of your poster. I do. I could cross out Barnyard, which is good, and I'll just add on... on this this is really really shit uh it's so cheap it's so cheaply made mm-hmm. um it's so ludicrous and badly plotted the storyline is awful i don't understand what the message of the film is i thought the message was going to be like be careful about global warming and the arctic's melting the sea levels are rising and we're losing our home but the losing the home is muddled in with this boring condo storyline and they're saying the reason the arctic is being destroyed is because people are building condos on it no it's because people are polluting the planet and destroying the the polar ice caps and melting that's how they're losing their home but they put in this really cheap boring condo storyline in it and it just becomes so fucking muddled with its messaging and it's it's just it's more anti-immigration if anything isn't it it is (laughs) anti-immigration yeah it's also incredibly homophobic (laughs) And also shit. Rob Schneider, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God. It is bad. Like, I was just miserable the whole way through. I didn't have a good time at all. Mm-hmm. Yep, that pretty much sums up my feelings as well. The homophobia thing is is very true, which is really <laughs> odd. Weird. Yeah. yeah. There's a joke where he, I think he comes out wearing like a glittery vest or something. Yeah. It, it's literally just a joke about him coming out. Yeah. It's like, oh, I feel like I just did. Or something like that. I can't remember what the... It's so dated. And it's just a fucking glittery vest. Yeah. 
fragile fucking polar bear. Grow yeah, up. Literally no likable characters other than Pedro. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's break down it. Let's go for our characters <laughs> pretty oh, quick. We so we've got Norm of the North, King Norm. That's why I sent you that King of the North thing earlier. And you were like, what oh, the fuck okay, is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was the King of the North at the end for no reason. <laughs> were they all like bow to him and declare him King? Yeah. Even though the dad's right there. Yeah, the dad <laughs> and the granddad. hasn't even died yet. How does succession work in the North? <laughs> <laughs> um, so you got Norm. What did you think of him as a character? I really didn't like him. Can't really give a reason why, but I just didn't like him. Rob Schneider's acting wasn't very good. I think that's probably a part of it. His voice work wasn't really selling me on it. It felt like he was kind mm. of just reading the lines, trying to get over and done with so he could get back to voicing the Reef Free or whatever other film he's in. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the stuff he was doing wasn't wasn't great. I mean, it's not helped by like the plotting and stuff, but I would say the pr- biggest problem's the plot rather than him in this case. Like he for me, I was like he's the best bit of the film, and but there is nothing good about it, so it's still bad, but he at least is somewhat doing something with his voice, I guess. He's speaking <laughs> lines. It's better than anything else that anyone else does. No, I think Colm Meany's the best as uh, the grandfather. Who? Colm Meany plays the grandfather. Who's Colm Meany? Colm. Um, Pat Farrell in the Alpha Papa movie, Alan Partridge. Oh, um, I, uh, I like actor, him. I, think. I don't even know who was, who was in this. He's the grandfather, yeah. He brings real gravity to that to that role. <laughs> we really are. Like, the, the decades he spends in captivity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really get the feel of that. And not just because he's got bushier eyebrows than the other ones. <laughs> so Norm is like kind of this boring shit character. And, and I think my biggest problem with Norm is that his idea makes no sense. And it really annoys me. I'm like, so his, he wants to get back. He wants to stop green homes building properties in the Arctic by becoming mm-hmm. the spokesperson for green homes. Green homes would have failed <laughs> if he hadn't have gone because yeah, no one liked it. It's not habitable, is it, for people? It's, it's not habitable. They had no approval rating, so he, his interference caused the destruction of his own homeland. He made him more popular, if anything, by dancing on Oprah. Yeah, and then he was like, don't worry, this is our big moment where we're going to save Grandad and, like, where's your big moment? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it gets undercut, but that was a shit plan and you're an idiot and I kind of wanted to watch the Arctic be destroyed because of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was just rubbish really, wasn't he? Yeah. He's just another Otis from Barnyard. It's the exact same character. It's just a big (laughs) idiot man who's also an animal. But Barnyard did something where I kind of, I liked Otis and I think Otis had a character development and he was flawed. He was flawed at the start and he was annoying and irritating, but then he came into his own and he became the the protector of the farm like his father before him by the end of the film so That's he had an arc at the end of norm of the north though no because he's he's like the same guy every single time and his plan made no sense and he didn't protect the he didn't save the arctic he got fucking he, lucky no, but he learned that his curse was actually a gift but what which bit did anyone think it was a curse really i don't know I, I wasn't sure if anyone thought he was a human or if they thought he was an animal for most of it. How the humans in this world are the stupidest fuckers ever. Like, how do they not realise he's Except a fucking big bear? Except one character. The Except little one daughter, little girl. Olympus or whatever she was called for whatever reason. She <laughs> is there to give exposition in an yeah. incredibly, like, cack-handed way. That she just literally appears in one scene and she's like, I know what your plan is. Your plan 
is to infiltrate green homes because they're really bad and you're going to dance and you're going to get up their approval rate and by <laughs> dancing and getting up their approval rate and then you'll be wormed into the big corporation and when you're in the big corporation then you can bring it down from the inside and save the arctic <laughs> Nob's like wow well done smart kid clever clever good kid wow what a good kid but the, the kid is literally there and just reads the plot of the film in this one scene it's so annoying it's so annoying and, and it's just made for like the trailer isn't it you can just imagine those bits clipped down and being like so you're gonna dance to save your home and she's like moaning because her mum is like Angelica's mum from the Rugrats she's always on her phone yeah she's, and she's like I wish she'd spend more time with me. The reason she's so fucking busy is so she can get you into this like this incredible oh, yeah, this private school, school yeah. which no one mentions about half after halfway through. Yeah, that's just, just forgotten about. Scene, doesn't it? Yeah, it's and they're like, to, it's just to make that character not a villain because without that, she would just be evil, wouldn't she? She's just exactly. helping Green. The reason the school they saved Latin. Latin was dead, and the school saved it. Do you remember that bit? <laughs> No. Or was this when you dissociated? That wasn't in the Wikipedia summary. <laughs> Olympus is there and she's talking to her mum and she's like, this school saved Latin. It's not a dead language anymore. And I was like, what are you talking? Like, Latin won't, isn't uh. dead, is it? No one speaks it, but like, it's not dead. <laughs> but the school saved it from isn't dying. That a, isn't that a reference or like a, a well-known phrase or something though? Because I've heard people say before that things saved Latin. I think it's just like a turn of phrase. Well, it's stupid and I hate it <laughs> and they implied that they actually saved Latin. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I hated that school. I hated that girl and I hated the fact that she's moaning about the mum working but the only reason the mum's working is to get her into this school that she wants to go to. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. Just go to a nah. fucking like a normal high school you pillock yeah what that kid doesn't realize is that she's got glasses in a cartoon film which automatically makes her smart she doesn't need the school she doesn't need it she's got she's... everything you need to be smart in a cartoon film she knows latin <laughs> her <name is> Olympus. <laughs> she can detect whether a bear is a bear or a man in a bear costume <laughs> she knows a bear's evil plan to foil a corporation like what more does she need but of course the bear isn't on his own uh, the bear is followed by three lemmings what did you think of them <laughs> What do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, I don't. I wanted to fucking kill them. I want. I would love to watch them die. <laughs> well, they obviously made this film in the hope maybe this is like a few years after Despicable Me, and they're mm. thinking kids are gonna forget the minions. Yes, they're yellow. Yes, they're quirky. Yes, they speak French. We've got these lemmings. They're such better characters. That's what they were thinking. People are gonna be sharing lemmings memes on Facebook and wearing <laughs> lemmings t-shirts and having lemmings in their Happy Meals, and it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the lemmings are so annoying. They're the worst part of the film. They are constant noise. They don't speak. Mm-hmm. Why do they not speak? All the other animals speak. I don't know. They're slaves, <laughs> aren't they? They're just slaves. They're, they're horrible monsters. I was for a long time like, I think Norman would do better without them. But then I saw him using them as like a like a Mission Impossible grappling hooks. Yeah. He they don't uses stop them pissing. to make his life better, doesn't he? he? They are slaves. He uses them to make waves in his jacuzzi at one point yeah one of them goes inside his ass and he pulls it out in the jacuzzi he's like tell me before you go to the bottom next time is that a double entendre (laughs) (laughs) they don't stop pissing they piss so many times in this film all the time yeah they have a big piss right in the in the reception area of green (laughs) and it just doesn't stop and they're just pissing into a goldfish and everyone's like oh 
<laughs> what? It's That's so the annoying. one thing I did like in this film is that it actually does speak about the fact that in all these animal films, we never really see them urinate. All of the Lion King, no urination. The only thing missing was Zazu having a big piss on Simba. Realistic urination. Hopefully Barry Jenkins can fix that in Lion King 2 that's coming out. Scar gets his scar and then he pisses himself. They don't stop farting as well. They fart so much. I wrote down like, I think they fart like three or four times. They just don't stop. They're yeah. constantly pissing and farting. And they're not even fart jokes at that point, are they? They're literally just farts. Because <laughs> no one references shit. it. There's no smell lines. It doesn't affect anyone. It's literally just a fart. Yeah, if they were like farting and like the villain fainted, that would make sense. That'd yeah. be cool. <laughs> fart with purpose, man. Oh, God. <laughs> don't just fart. Is that in one of the... What film is that in where they use like... They say, like, bombs away and the character farts and then they... Oh, it's in the new... Have you seen Bad Guys? Come on, no, let's see I haven't it. watched that yet. Yeah, I've been meaning to, actually. It looks... I think it looks um, pretty good. It's pretty fun, yeah. And the piranha in that has a big fart. It's sick. That is sick. I like the sound of that. <laughs> so... I think we've covered Norm Olympus. <laughs> Mount Olympus. The ferrets. The... Who else? Vera. I don't think we need to say anything about her, do we? Vera, incredibly boring character. She's a mum, and she likes Norm inexplicably. All right, Andrew Tate. God, hate her just because she's a mum. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> no, all right. Let's. All right, I, you give me your. Deep I think the thing Vera. about her that's really bad in this is that she is probably the second main character. God, is she? I'd is say she, so. Is she set up a little bit as Norm's love interest? Well, that's what that guy on Wikipedia seems to think, and he says that the Lemmings are jealous about it. But I don't, I don't know. I thought Elizabeth, the uh, polar bear, back at the, the I was Arctic. Say, right, I don't want to be rude about Elizabeth. Why was her head twice the size yeah, of Norm's? That's my problem, right? Imagine, I don't know. I've got a big head. You've got a fucking huge head. Yeah, I've got a big head, full of thoughts. But imagine, like, if you're like you were going out with someone who had a head double your size. You have to ask my wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's half the size of mine, probably. I know, but I'm thinking like a normal proportion head, double the size of that head. Yeah. You can have yeah. a fucking huge it's... head. She looks disgusting, Elizabeth. Yeah. If The thing is as well, it's not bigger just all round scale. It's just wider. Yeah. It's two heads next to each other as one. So it'd be like, it'd be like this. It'd be like talking to me and I've got a head this wide. It's really yeah. horrible. It would be quite disarming, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't That's like That's my Elizabeth. last note of the film. Normandy's wife have such different heads. <laughs> I think I wrote something quite similar. I was like, no, I just wrote, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is the head situation in the Arctic? <laughs> because I didn't really watch most of the first 20 minutes properly, I just... Was she introduced at the start? I, she was there, but I don't think they were ever in the same shot. I think that's why it was so surprising at the end. Yeah, it's quite they alarming. They were having their sex scene at the end. <laughs> he twerks I... a lot. He does twerk a lot. Should um, we do Zazu? Yeah, let's do... What's it called? Colin? Socrates. So oh, yeah, Socrates. Colin? <laughs> well, he's got glasses. He's a seagull. All right, yeah. Um, Socrates is Zazu. Um, it's very boring. Uh, he's got a receding hairline. He's bald. <laughs> Just got the, the hair around the edge of his head. Yeah. I wish he was a squid or something. Yeah, me too. That'd be way like better. Like when he was Davy Jones. It could have been a reference to him being Davy Jones. Yeah, that'd be quite good. Arrow. 
You could have done that sort of thing instead of. Don't do that, Ked. <laughs> Don't make that your new scaring thing. the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that since I watched it in the cinema, and I watched it in the cinema with my dad, and then uh, the he bit left. went. Yeah, he left. He left me at the cinema alone. <laughs> <Just> the screen. <laughs> He's still around, but he left the screen. <laughs> We've, I've never really watched m- much at the cinema with my dad, and I watched that with him and my brother, and then the fucking bit when. Jack Sparrow like opens his eyes and he's a tree or whatever. Or that guy is a tree. I think I shit myself. I proper like like I don't know. I didn't swear because I was like nine, but I really yeah, it really shit me up. Oh. What's your what's your experience with Dead Man's Chest? I can't really remember it. I've seen it more than once. <laughs> I I need to rewatch him. Everyone says that's really good and I, I remember it... quite good films the first two at least. I hated I, the third one. I remember watching the third one on New Year's Eve as a teenager and I was so miserable it was so long and I was yeah. drinking sangria with my mum and dad and yeah, having a bad time I feel like so most bad. of it's just him walking on a beach as well let me out of here he said <laughs> that <laughs> that's more like Paulie Shaw <laughs> oh my god let me out of here Paulie Shaw would have been way better oh Jack god. Sparrow but <laughs> yeah, you have heard of me <laughs> <laughs> God, he'd be so hateable. <laughs> uh, did you know the fourth one is the most expensive film ever made? Is it? I think so. It's really expensive. On Stranger Tides? Yeah. Fucking On up. Stranger Tides is the most expensive film ever made. It's I hate mad. thinking that I could know about rocket science, but instead I can remember that that film was called On Stranger <laughs> Tides. <laughs> the next one was called Dead Man Tell No Toads in the US, but Salazar's Revenge over here. For God's sake. Yeah, because don't they say like um They keep saying Dead Man Tell No Tales and then they weren't allowed to use that as the title here or something, yeah. wasn't You say like Dead Man Tells No Tales and then, then that appears at the fucking thing or whatever. <laughs> Salazar's revenge. I saw that as cinema it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit bad. Um anyway back Can to we the not role. talk about Pirates of the Caribbean ever again? <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> I don't like those films. Thing, wasn't it? I love the ride. Um yeah, I've been on the ride in Florida. It's in all the Disneylands, I think. Is it? I went on the one in Japan. Oh, did you? Fuck, yeah. really? Didn't have That's subtitles. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a clue what was happening. Were they <laughs> all like speaking in like, Japanese? Three times, I think. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> yeah, they were speaking Japanese. I was picking it up by the end. I went on it so much. <laughs> uh, so, getting back to the characters. Yeah, Socrates was rubbish. Yeah, um, Socrates was rubbish. The granddad was rubbish and was in captivity for years or whatever. Mm-hmm. James Corden plays an actor. Yeah. What did and... he actually do to like service the plot? He was he... like a distraction. Yeah, he beat the shit out of those guys, didn't he? Do you think every line that he spoke in this film was so much quieter than everyone else's lines? Yeah, because his was redone lines. Yeah. In the American version, it's someone else, and in the UK, it's him. But it was so... obviously like quite a different quality and stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, it's probably him doing it on his phone. Like that's at this what point, I was thinking. Didn't give a shit. Yeah. Also, because he's like a character that's like dressed as a mascot that wears those big masks and stuff. All of these lines sound like he's got the mask on all the time, even when he's mm. not wearing it. They're all like sort of muffled for some reason. Yeah. He, he... says like, "Thank you. That's a fantastic compliment." <laughs> that's what it sounds like. like. He's got his hand over his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Oh, that old bear going home. Reeves <laughs> that in the fucking boat. He's like to Mr. Green. He's like, everyone is watching you die up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, watch the film with James Corden in it. 
<laughs> is this the first film we've had with James Corden? Yeah, I bet he's in Murder Mystery too. And I bet he's the one that done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't be the one who done it, will he? Too obvious. Have they cast <laughs> that obvious. yet? Uh, they filmed it, so I'd hope so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Could you what... imagine? There's no cast. Because David Walliams was in the first one, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, so this one is going to have uh, Mark Strong. Nice. Uh, Mel- Melanie Laurent. Oh, yeah, um, from Inglourious Bastards. Yep. I feel, Jody... I feel like we've spoken about this. Jodie Turner-Smith. Yeah, me too. God, I'm so bored. <laughs> <laughs> when will it end? Great start to the new year. Oh, God. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the worst character in this film is uh, Mr. Green, who's the, mm-hmm. the villain of the film. And he's a slippery little bastard, isn't he? <laughs> yep. I read some stuff about Mr. Green because I went on a deep dive to find out if his name was Pedro or not. It turns out that when they were making this character, they wanted Ken Jeong because he can be hateable but also likable, which I think's debatable. Debatable. <laughs> and also... They said that he's a billionaire with a ponytail, and that's all you need to know, which is very lazy script writing and character making. Because that is all you need to know to watch the film, but that doesn't make an interesting character. Let's go over Mr. Green as a person. I don't want to... I mean, there's a lot at the moment about billionaires actually being really bad at their choices. Like, you look at Elon Musk and Twitter. Mm. This kind of predicts it. Like, he's... His business business acumen is is appalling. So he owns a yeah. a condo rental um, company, and his plan is to sell condos in the Arctic, a place where no one would ever want to live, yeah. and no one would ever want to visit really, except for like people who are interested in nature. So this is his plan, and it's already failing. So then he's like, I want to get a polar bear as my mascot, the polar bear that just saved my employee. So I need a polar bear that looks, an actor that looks like that polar bear, which is the stupidest thing anyone could ever say. Why didn't they animate it? Why didn't they do whatever? But no, they need a mascot. They then Mm -hmm. get a bunch of Broadway and film actors who all look terrible. So they all don't look good. And then you've got a real bear. Also, he has a real bear in captivity who speaks English. (laughs) And he's had it there for decades, maybe, for no reason, in a massive underground lair. Why does he have the granddad? How did he get him? <laughs> <laughs> they don't explain. <laughs> he just has him. So he hires the... Well, the, he goes to get the bear, and then the bear is too realistic, and then he goes, oh, you're too realistic. The bear starts dancing, and then they're all flying through the air, jumping about, and he's like, I like this bear. Then he smells the bear, and he's like, that's a fucking real bear. So he runs into a public restaurant with a gun. <laughs> which everyone films, to kill the bear or shoot the bear with a tranquilizer. Yes. Then the bear like stops him and the public are like, yes, you stop that madman. Mm-hmm. The madman is a very well-known billionaire. <laughs> yes, who's also then backstage when they show the video on Oprah. He's yeah. like 10 foot away from the TV that's showing the fucking <laughs> video. And he's shouting from backstage like, talk about green homes. <laughs> talk about the condos. Imagine <laughs> there would definitely if... be security guards there that would take him yeah. off the set of Oprah. Imagine if, like, Elon Musk, there's a video of him running into a restaurant looking insane with a tranquilizer gun trying to kill an actor. The Twitter bird (laughs) flying in a restaurant. (laughs) I've got to kill it! Like, he would not, like, they would remove him from public. Next week he's on the Late Late Show behind the screen shouting at the bird. (laughs) He's still just there. But then when he notices that it's boosted at 25%, even though he tried to attack him in public, he goes, oh, well, 
you can be the mascot for this company, even though he tried to fucking attack him. Yeah. So he becomes the mascot, and then he's also making these dodgy dealings with the count, the Arctic Council to get planning permission. And there's this one councilwoman who's, like, helping him commit fraud or something. Yeah. And he has a memory stick with all their dodgy conversations with her name <laughs> on it in a, an unlocked drawer. Yeah. So stupid. memory sticks. <laughs> and he's, like, really into meditating and, and yoga and stuff. And he keeps, like, bringing the bear out and being like, if you don't get approval ratings, you're an idiot. But it, the only reason it doesn't have approval ratings is because he's so bad at business. The bear saves his business and he's so miserable about it. Why would the head of the company be dealing with this stuff, though? Would there not be, like, a head of marketing? Exactly. <laughs> what is the whole hierarchy at Green? It doesn't make much sense, does it? Yeah. Uh, um, what other characters we got? No, we're not done with Mr. Green. Green. No, we're not. His then... ponytail is sentient. Realise oh, that God. at the end? He just slips around like a snake. And he has, like... like... He gets stuck in a manhole or a sewer grate. And yeah, his because... ponytail's outside of it. And it's like a snake. It wiggles. Oh, it's God. alive. Because it's a transplanted one, isn't it? It's a fake. Oh. They, they say it in a line. Um, and then he has a receptionist with a big bum, and she knocks the grate onto his head with her oh, yeah, bum. That's true, yeah. And then he's trapped in the sewer forever because New York have. By his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Just dangling above the uh, acid. And, and this version of New York, every news story is broken through Times Square. <laughs> Every single one. You can't get news from anywhere else. You can't get it on a phone or a newspaper. It's all Times Square. I laughed for about 40 <laughs> seconds straight when I saw that every taxi, for some reason, has the taxi driver's name on the like, light on the top of the taxi. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> <It really? laughs> I don't know why it did that. That's not a real thing. I'm sure that was what it had, though. Everyone's name <laughs> on their taxi. <laughs> 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 also, the last thing about Mr. Green is what was those things around his mouth? It yeah, like... he was a dirty mouth. Dirty <laughs> old sore's mouth. Look, look like lesions. Like... Yeah, I didn't understand that. What other characters are there? There aren't any other characters we've done, I think, for characters. See, that's the thing. There wasn't a Pedro, but there was a Pablo. Was that the guy in the limo who was another businessman, but he was yeah. a good businessman? Yep. He was like, I had no idea that this evil corporation that are building buildings in the Arctic would be damaging the Arctic. Right, here's my question, though. Like, the condos are a stupid idea, but what would be the problem if they built them? I don't know, because they would just fail anyway, wouldn't they? They would fail anyway. Who would move to the Arctic? It'd be like people who love polar bears. They're getting a steady flow of, of visitors anyway, so it's not like it's going to bring even more humans in, is it? I don't know. Yeah, like... You'd one get a very the, um, niche one amount. One of the bears at one point has an earpiece and a clipboard. Where do you get that? <laughs> Where do you get the uh, iPod from at the start? There was they... a lot of iPod Touch in this. For a film that came out in 2016, I don't think... Were there iPod Touches still around at that point? I don't think they were. <laughs> I don't think so. Here's my thing. If I was Norm, I would go straight into that building and I would eat that man. <laughs> That's just... what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, he doesn't oh. need to dance for this. He could just tear through the bars and eat their heads and stuff like a bear would. Yeah, you'd just eat everyone, wouldn't you? It's so obnoxious, that scene where they're all dancing. All the people on Earth are like entranced Everyone's by this up and fucking bear. And I've bed with me is Yeah, that is all rubbish. I just don't understand why in kids' films they always think dancing conquers everything. 
I don't Imagine know. you're going for a divorce, you just start dancing in the hope that it will, it will stop it from happening or something. <laughs> oh, wait, I want to take you back, actually. <laughs> like a doctor announcing that someone's going to die and he just starts dancing. It makes it all okay, does it? <laughs> Rubbish it, logic. I just hate that they're so lazy and so unimaginative and uncreative that the only thing that these filmmakers have got in their script for it is like, everyone loves Norm and someone's obviously gone like, oh, why? And they're gonna, um, he dances. They all love his dancing. Like, what else does he do? He has no other niche. He's yeah, he so do shit. Anything else. He just dances, yeah. And it, I would be interested in a real fucking bear that dances and sings and speaks English. Admittedly, yeah. Hmm. But I wouldn't care about a guy who's dressed as a bear. You wouldn't join in dancing, though, would you? You'd just share the clip. Yeah, you'd share, share it. it on your phone. But I'd only share it if it was an actual bear. I wouldn't share it if it was a man in a costume. I wouldn't yeah, care. but you also know that if that happened in real life, it wouldn't take longer than maybe a week until a scandal comes out that the bear was forced to dance because he was on top of a fire or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We need to talk about everyone who keeps sharing the bear clip. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, yeah, that could have been a good end to the film if Mr. Green had been cancelled for his crimes. Well, I mean, he pretty much did, didn't he? I mean, yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> he gets Callsville sucked, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Which, again, made me think, Norm's a fucking idiot. No, but everyone's an idiot because the clip is literally like, I support Green Holmes. Yeah, and everyone's... believe it. It's the yeah. worst edited clip I've ever seen. But if I was Norm I, at that point, I would do my powerful bear roar. I'd be like, oh! I know, Green Holmes is bad. I would. He just sits there and like, ooh, ooh. He's dopey. Ooh. But is this in a pre or post Harambe world? We know how quickly Americans kill animals. But at this point, they all think he's a man. (laughs) They think he's a man. Huh? They think he's a real man in a costume. Yeah, I couldn't tell if they... Yeah, they they do. The whole film, they think that. They don't... They never have a moment of breaking. Like, because I thought... oh, He might as well have been a man. (laughs) The story would have been exactly the same with Reason Man. He was just a man. Oh, God. It's such a bad, bad plot. Yeah. Hard to look at. It's just rubbish, isn't it? It's really bad. And that bear, that granddad bear is 80. So how long was he in the crate? There's a bit when Norm pretends to be dead on a rug. Pretends to be a rug. That <laughs> happens in every film with an animal. <laughs> they lie down and pretend to be a rug. I hate that whole sequence where they climb up the skyscraper and do this whole plot to save the granddad. And then they go, I can smell grandpa. And then they're like, no, we're not going to save him today. He, we need to do our mission first. Like, what? Yeah. Why don't he you just get died. him out? Yeah, get him out of there. been his carcass. Yeah, and also, like, your plan is clearly not working. You're just increasing their approval ratings. What What is the outcome here? You want everyone to approve of it, and then you want to break them. Like, but it's not going to work. You're an idiot. Hate this bear. Yeah, it's all just <laughs> stupid. I've put a note saying that the film made my brain feel like paste. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like it because they clearly everyone who's made this have gone. Oh, we'll get some money. Like it'll be an easy bit bit of money if we just make a film for kids. Kids don't care. Mm. And they've made this cheap, pathetic product. This is what I was talking about all those episodes ago when I spoke about Hotel Transylvania, and that was very mean of me because Hotel Transylvania has got something about it. Yeah, and it, it's a bit more fun. Even though there's a lot of dancing and there's a lot of silliness, there is still like something. It looks good. It. There's good voice acting. There's good stories, good character moments. It's a bit of fun. Mm. This is fucking miserable and not good. And, oh, God, it made me just sad. Yeah. 
Yeah, same. <laughs> Watching this at 8 a.m. on New Year's Eve really, really <laughs> fucking set me off in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, it is New Year's Eve, isn't it? <laughs> what a way to live. What a way to live. Is there anything else you want to say about this? I don't think so. Let me check my notes. Oh, they do a fake out that the grandpa's dead. <laughs> but that he's fine. There's so much drowning in the final act as well. I, I wrote that I just hope Norm did drown. Yeah, I wish he did drown. And then I, I wrote at the end, I can't wait for him to fight Godzilla and King Kong in the <laughs> post-credits scene. There actually was like a bit of a post-credit thing, wasn't there? Yeah, I did. More dancing. But did you notice that the animation quality just dropped? I didn't notice. Was like I wasn't. I was barely looking. Style. <laughs> it was like a different style. Like they they didn't do shadows anymore. It was just blurry. <laughs> It must have been the budget just ran out. They thought, let's just do one more dance and chuck a few of those lemmings in because they're going to be massive. <laughs> I'd love to, lemmings. I'd love to compile every single time a character says the whole plot of the film <laughs> what, what, to someone who already knows what's going on. <laughs> there's a fart, there's a piss, and there's a uh, a dance. I bet that's 50% of the film. Yeah, it definitely is. Because the farts feel like they're waiting out time. They're like a flat image. You can't even see any rippling bum or anything. You just hear this, and everyone's just kind of like looking, not reacting. So they're just wasting time because <laughs> they can't animate. They can't do anything. I reckon the voice actor had like, he was lactose intolerant, and the only food they had was cheese. He just kept farting, and they just kept it in. They're just like, fuck it, just put it in. The film. We don't Who have cares? time to edit out all the farts. Just fucking add them in. Edit it in, in real time. <laughs> We've got to release this as is. We can't edit it. I mean, we've already written in the script that we need an actor who looks like this bear. <laughs> They've said it three times. Kids love farts. Kids love animals. Kids love dancing. Kids love piss. Kids love live fish being eaten that look that have eyes. They have human eyes. Those fish, and the polar bear eats them all. But we're meant to care about the lemmings, but we're not meant to care about the fish. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think we've normed our north. Let's go on to... We we didn't do a sound of scale this week, and I think rightly so. I think it would have worked, though. I think a lot of tropes have. did hit, but I, yeah. I don't... I didn't want to look at the screen longer than I had to yeah, do any effort. It would have been very bad for me, because I did literally drop out for 20 minutes. Of <laughs> uh, rubbish, yeah. So, Luke, let's do a verdict. Norma the North is in front of you. Are you going to build this film a really modern condo in the Arctic... That it can move into and have as its own Sandler Castle in the north? Or are you going to throw this film into a sewer grate where it gets stuck by its ponytail before eroding over time and landing in the Sandler pit? <laughs> oh, this film made me hate the environment. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about polar bears. I don't give a fuck about the Arctic anymore. This film sucked. Did had the worst messaging possible, the worst animation, the worst script, the worst characters. The lemons just all they do is piss and shit, and they just put them in there because they think kids will like them, and they're just obnoxious. The villain is ridiculous. Every plot, the plot, it doesn't make any sense. It's painful, unfunny, terrible to look at, and just pasted together with fucking dancing and montages and singing, and it's just the most cheap, painful, boring thing I've ever seen. It's Probably the worst thing I've seen on this podcast. I say that a lot, but it's really put me in a bad mood. Watching this so early in the morning also wasn't good. And yeah, it's just one of the worst films ever. It's at the bottom of the grate at the bottom of the pit. And uh, I hope it rots there forever. Uh, what about you? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I don't think it's as bad as maybe like a Master of Disguise or Go. No, it's better. It's not far off. Master of Disguise is better than this. How do you think? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> no, but all of that stuff aside, like, yeah, this is a very, very bad film. It's poorly made. Like, it's no surprise that this was supposed to be direct to DVD. And I feel like even then it would still feel cheap and lazy for a film like that. Mm. Um, it just lacks any real sort of heart, any stakes. It just doesn't really make you feel anything other than infuriated and annoyed. Uh, I find it hard to believe that even kids would have the patience for this because just because there's dancing going on screen and stuff doesn't mean they're really going to get anything from it. Yeah, it was just lame, really. I couldn't wait for it to end when we were watching it and it just kept on going and kept on throwing like action sequences at it that you just, I don't know, have been done better like 20 years before this. I don't know why they keep releasing films like this that are just so crap. Like, there's fucking four of these, I think. <laughs> because they already have the character models already drawn, so it's easier to just make one of these than do something new. Yeah, but even still, it's just rubbish. No one wants to see any more Norm, do they? Even Rob Schneider was out after the first one. <laughs> yeah. And I think that says everything. So, yeah, definitely a pit film. Shouldn't even really be in there. At all, because it's not really Sandler related. Do you know that um, they said about... So this is kind of the behind the scenes of it a little bit. So he said that the producers cast Schneider because of his vocal warmth and spot-on comedic instincts. Katsumoto explained, we immediately fell in love with Rob's voice. His vocal dexterity was amazing. He also did a great job of embellishing lines to make them funnier. Most of those ad-libs made it into the film. <laughs> So definitely that homophobic line was definitely one of his. <laughs> yeah. As Schneider himself described Norm, I always play the guy you can laugh at and say, my life's not that great, but look at that guy. I think in this movie, other bears look at Norm that way. No one takes him seriously, but he follows his heart and it ends up saving their home. It's fun to play somebody who tries to achieve something big and ends up getting rewarded because he's not doing it for himself. That's a nice lesson for kids. Do you agree with that statement? Nah. And the only reason Ken Jeong did it is because he wanted his daughters to watch a film with him in it because he said that his kids were too young to watch any of his other films, so he did a kid's film. To be fair, he did get his winky out in like The Hangover, didn't he? Then yeah. I want to see that. That's true, but would you want to make your kids watch this? Probably not, no. I think that's pretty much it. Ugh, oh, there's well. a There's a few... Um, there's apparently some mobile apps as well. Should we review them in the future? I think probably not. I thought that this film looked like a mobile app. Do you ever get those adverts come up where, like, yeah. I, think, I think like the nan burns down a house and then gets arrested? <laughs> have you seen that one? No. <laughs> yes, I have seen that one. I find them very, very dark, eerie. And scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's something eerie about that nan. What the hell has she done? Whenever you're on Duolingo and you're just trying to learn Spanish, and then this fucking grandma's like, Ooh. yeah, she's burnt down the house, and then the game's like puzzle. It's like a little puzzle. It's a very sinister game, What thing. she's done, you're just matching the three green balloons. I found the character models to be a bit like that uh, Hotel Transylvania game where it was like the puzzle one. Yeah. But they're, like, they're really bad. Like, they just like shit. They're all a little bit off, aren't they? Yeah. Saying that, I kept on saying to my wife that she looked exactly like the daughter in this. Because <laughs> she, <kind of> <laughs> she has glasses. She has glasses and orange hair. Right, we've put it in the pit. Good riddance. The film has melted like the ice caps and been blown away. Dead. <laughs> <to space. laughs> Norm is dead. Norm is dead. Long live until, the Norm. 
until we do the sequels. Yeah, the new norm. That's what the next one will be called, probably. Should we do all of them? Him in lockdown. <laughs> Should we do the three, the three norm sequels, Luke? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Come on, we did Hotel Transylvania 4. Yeah, we shouldn't have done that, but at least Buscemi was in it or someone. Yeah, there's no one in the sequels, I don't think, to this. Okay, so let's have a little Sandler game to kind of cheer us up. Okay, so we're going to do a game of 20 questions, but we're going to do 23 because it's the year 2023. <laughs> Happy New Year, folks. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Okay, so your first one. Get your head ready. There you go. Lovely, thank you. Am I animated? No. You thought it was going to be Norm of the North. <laughs> You're like lazy boy. No. Uh, am I male? Yes. I'll have to get some information up. <laughs> am I played by someone we would class as like a Happy Madison actor? Ooh. Two mm. more films, I would say. Two or more? Ooh, fuck. Um, no. No. Am I... I don't know. Let's go rogue. Adam Driver's character in My Witch Stories. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. No, you're not. <laughs> Was he in it? <laughs> Was he yeah, in it? I think so. He helps Ben Stiller build a house, I think, maybe. Oh, nice. Um, am I in a film... Oh, that's the end of the question? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're in a film. We've done a few small screen Sandlers. <laughs> Am I in a film that we've put into the Sandler castle? Oh, shit. I actually don't remember if we put it in the castle or the pit. Uh, I think maybe... I think pit. I think... I think. So, sorry, this, this is better be yes or no. I'm poorly sure. No. I'm going to be fuming. No. <laughs> it's not in the castle, I don't think. Right, a film in the pit. <laughs> Uh, am I a cameo in this film? No. Okay. You're a named character. Named character. And I want the name. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> am I a villain? I would say yeah, yeah, kind of. Antagonistic. Uh, you're antagonistic, but you're not like outwardly villainous. Villainous. You're just a bit of an ass. Okay. Am I? I don't know, Joel McHale in Blended. <laughs> no, you're not Joel McHale in Blended. I haven't got enough details to be doing this, have I? <laughs> yeah, you've got no details. You're just man in film. Come man on. in film. We've Narrow it down. Being bad. Um, who's a villain? An antagonistic. Am I a well-known actor? Um, no. 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 Not well-known for acting, I don't think. <laughs> This is a good one. Hard, <laughs> You'll never get this one. Am I in a film that we've covered in the last year? Yes. Um, am I in a... Is it a comedy film? Yes. 12 questions. Just over halfway through. I've done 12. Yeah. Am I... Um, do, you, do you like this person? No. No. No, not in real life. No, not in the film. Okay. Am I a podcaster? Yes, I think so. You think so? I think, yeah. Oh, damn it, I thought it was Joe Rogan. 
it's an additional one. I won't do that as a thing, but it's not Joe Rogan's character. Any of his characters in these so films. Someone that is a podcaster. Yeah. You think? Do you think or do you know that they're a podcaster? Pretty sure. Let me just check. That you don't like. <laughs> okay, it doesn't say podcaster on their bio, but I don't think they're a po- podcaster. But they do something like they do that kind of thing. Come on, and you get don't it together. Like Nah. Okay. Um, am I in a film that was released in the last ten years? No. Ah, okay. Fucking hell. <laughs> am I in a film that was released in the nineties? No. No. Okay. So that should mean it's in like the the twenty the the two thousands. Is, is this a film that came out in the two thousands? I just fucking asked that. Yeah, and I'm not going to bother doing that as a question because yeah. Unless it's the 1910s. <laughs> it's Pinocchio. <laughs> Am I a controversial figure? Um, yes, I believe so, but I actually don't know much about it. But I think you are kind of controversial. Okay. You, I see you like laughing behind your microphone. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm just watching you squirm is so good. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? God, I really can't remember like a lot of stuff that we've done. Am I in... An Adam Sandler-led film? No. No, okay. Right. That we covered so in the last... 2000s, not, not Adam Sandler, we've covered in the last year. And this one that you kind of hesitate about whether we put in the pit or not. I can't quite remember. I don't know how I feel about you saying that. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I think it, you, we're going to get to the end and you're going to be like, oh, for God's sake, we put that in the pit. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. But... Yeah. I don't quite remember. Am I in Paul Paul Blart too? No, that also didn't come out in the two thousands, did it? Did he not? Got four questions left. Oh well, I'm screwed, am I? You're not necessarily. Think with your brain. Think you might have led the film. My head's mush. Am I Chevy Chase in Shelby the Wonder Dog? <laughs> when did that come out? That's two thousand and one, wasn't it? I wish, I wish you were, but no, you're not. Right. <laughs> That came out in 2014, I think. 20... <laughs> so close. That's nearly 10 years ago. Um... Oh, You've got three questions. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get it. You will. Just come on. Just think with your brain. Which I actor? I'm going to get it. Which um... actor from the 2000s was making films that we covered in the last year who's not Adam Sandler and he's another lead actor in these films? Schneider? No. The only other ones we've watched is Kevin James, isn't it? No. That's the lead? No. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Fucking hell. All right, I'll give you a clue because you've got three more left. It's one of the grown-ups led yeah, the it's, film. It's, it's Spade, isn't it? Yes, it's David Spade. Right, you've got two questions. Come on. And it came out in the 2000s? Yeah. And he was the lead? He was the lead. We, we covered, covered it, it this year. That's got but to be... It... Joe Dirt, but Joe Dirt feels like a film that came out in the 90s. It's Joe Dirt, came out in 2001. You've got one question. Right, re- think about all the different parts. He's <laughs> not a podcaster, but he's a radio jockey. Is <laughs> it that guy? What's his name? First Dave, and last Dave, name. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Come on, it's something. Come on, He's a say shock it. jockey. He is. Is it his character's name? Yes, or know. the actor's name. I don't know either. I'm going to go with his name was Fireball Phil because <laughs> he always delivered hot takes. 
No, radio. his name was Xander Kelly, and he was played by Dennis Miller, <laughs> the controversial <laughs> Republican <laughs> commentator. Also, SNL Weekend Update person. Okay, right. that was really shit. He did that bad. Funny. That was hard, that one. I know, because I'm making How it hard you for the someone new year? special, though, to bring in the new year? <laughs> a really memorable character. Okay, uh, the next one, then. Oh, what, we do more than one? We're doing a good three for 2023. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Right, let's make this really quick. All right, go on, then. Am I male? Yes. Am I a grown-up? No. Am I in I a mean, film? you are a grown-up person, but you're not. Yeah. yeah. Am I in a film? Yes. Am I in a comedy film? <laughs> Debatable. Okay. <laughs> so, am I in a film that we put into the pit? Yes. Am I in a film that we covered on the podcast in the last year? Yes. Yeah. I always forget you've got recency bias. I don't need to <laughs> do that question really, do I? Am I in a Kevin James-led film? Um, No. Okay. Am I in a film that features Adam Sandler actually in it? No. Okay. Am I in a Rob Schneider-led film? Yes. Okay. Am I in a a film where Rob Schneider actually appears, or is it just his voice? Just his voice. Okay. Am I in a Christmas film? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Am I Uncle Steve from Shelby Wonder Dog? No. Am I the dog catcher from Shelby? What's his name? Oh, <laughs> yes, but yes, Doug the dog catcher. Well done. That was very good. That was very fast. See, that's the kind of energy we want in this segment. pace of a Vin Diesel film. <laughs> okay, the last one. Okay, I just need to check something. Da, 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 da. Okay, go. Am I in a film that we've actually covered on the podcast? Yes. Okay, good. It's not. See, I'm not being silly this year. I'm not being silly. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a good. Game going. Yeah, we need to make new jokes this year. We can't just keep doing Emma Dale when the wind blows and Featherboy. <laughs> Those things aren't going to be around forever. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, am I a male character? No. Oh, what a change. Right, that, that narrows it down a hell of a lot. Am I a love interest? No. Great. It's bad that's what I first went to, isn't it? That's quite no, sexist. that is bad, yeah. Horrible, um, man. Am I a lead? No. no. Okay. Back to basics then. If you get this, I might. <laughs> I might give you like money. Stop like... promising money all the time. No, I'll give you money if you get this because you'll never get it. It's impossible. All right. Am I in a film we've covered quite recently? In the last uh, year? Yes. Okay. Uh, am I in a film that we put into the pit? Um, can't remember. Am I in the house bunny? Yes. Right, well, there we go. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> am I a well-known actor? Yes. Am I the? Am I the lead of the film? No, 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 no I've already asked that, haven't I? Oh, it's still a question. Am I? <laughs> oh well, because there's money at stake. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said you're going to give me two hundred and fifty pounds. Uh... <laughs> like you've been framed. Come on. <laughs> Am I played by the daughter of Bruce Willis? No. Okay. Am I Emma Stone? Yes. What's the character name? And uh, you have got 
You have got, you've done uh, 11, so you've got 12 guesses of the character name. There's only a first name, so you've got to guess 12 names. Brandy. No. <laughs> Wait, how many have I got? 12? You've got uh, 11 now. 11, okay. Does the first name start with a vowel? No. Good, very clever, okay. Um, 10 more. <laughs> does the... <laughs> Does the name start with a letter that is in the f- first half of the alphabet? <laughs> Wait, where, where's the cutoff? So there's what twenty? Oh god! Is yeah, what? Letters in the alphabet? I, don't, I don't know, mate. I'm too tired to work that out. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So to all the listeners, yeah, twenty-six. So he's counting <laughs> letters on his fingers. So there's thirteen letters. So that's up to A B C D E F G H I J K L M. Um, no, it's not in the first half. So it's in the second half, right? I'm going to start writing these down. So it could be N P Q R S T. Shit. How many questions have I got? You've got, uh, you've got fucking uh, nine. 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 Right. Okay. I'm going to eliminate the X. <laughs> I'm going to eliminate the Q. <laughs> right. So I've got here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine letters. I'm gonna say, does it start with an S? No. Is it Zoe? No. Right, I'm gonna eliminate the Z. <laughs> right. Oh, poor Zara. <laughs> does her name start with a W? <laughs> I think it would. I'm gonna. What, talk... what name would that be? Like Wendy, would... <laughs> <laughs> Wilma. I'm gonna el- eliminate the V as well, because <laughs> her name's not Vera. <laughs> it could be Violet. It could be Viola. Yeah, it's not though, is it? No. <laughs> Does her name start with a T? No. Oh. Natalie. Fuck! <laughs> is it Natalie? It's not. It is it's Natalie? <laughs> oh my god! How many did I have to spare? How many questions? You you had you had another four left in your arsenal. That was very good. Jesus Christ! Oh, I've been god. doing so many Sudoku's that my logic's just fucking off the chain right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fucking hell, that was good. I had P, R and Y left. <laughs> it could have been Yasmin, it could have been... been Polly, Rihanna. <laughs> that was very good, well done. Oh, was... oh, I'm not giving you any money. No, I don't expect it. <laughs> Jesus. Her name was either going to be Norma of the North for Natalie, wasn't it? Oh, God. I'm exhausted that made... after that. That's really taken out of me how, how well I did there. No, that was really good. Well done. Well done to you and to all the listeners at home who might have been guessing along with you. Um, you imagine everyone at home was just getting it on, like, question four. They were like, Natalie! She's Natalie, obviously. It's the only time that Emma Stone's played a character called Natalie. <laughs> the Emma Stone <laughs> fan club coming after us. Throwing stones at us. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was a good game. Norm of the North's in the pit. And these boys are about to get fit. They are going to be 
Rio. Fit. Boys. Welcome to our new segment, which is Real Fit Boys. Um, so we, wh- why do we always talk about how, how we're both unhealthy? <laughs> I don't know. We're just really um, down on ourselves lately, aren't we? Yeah. We, we've both got fat. Kind of that. Well, let's go through our history of exercise and fitness and, um, and stuff. So, so for me, I used to exercise a lot. I used to go to the gym quite a lot. And last year, when I was going, I was doing a bulking plan where I was eating a lot and exercising a lot to kind of gain muscle mass. But then I decided <laughs> to stop exercising, but I carried on bulking. So I have now gained a lot of weight, just of not muscle, just fat. So mm. what I want to do is I want to trim out a little bit and gain muscle again. What about you? I was born thin. <laughs> That's where this story starts. My whole my whole life, I was thin. <laughs> right. <laughs> you knew me in uni, I was thin. Very thin. Always thin. All of uni, I didn't drink beer. Then, I think a year or two after we graduated, I started to like it. Since then, my body's changed into looking like Dr. Eggman's, where my legs and arms are still thin, but the middle is round. Lockdown didn't help that. Nothing's really helped it. And the problem for me is that I can carry it fairly well. Yeah. I think on the surface, I don't look like I'm big, but I'm big. <laughs> I think you you don't exercise at all, though, do you? Not really. No, I I do an active job. I do a job where I'm on my feet all the time, pretty much. But that means that when I'm not on my job, I'm on the sofa, watching horizontal, <laughs> horizontal, naked. No, I I don't know. I I don't I don't do like I hate exercising basically. Mm. But See, I, this yeah. is like this segment is the most January thing ever, basically, where everyone <laughs> says they're going to get fit in the new year. But I think if we commit to this, putting it on a podcast, we'll be too embarrassed to not try and make some good progress. That's it. That's that's the problem. So that's and... why we've added an exercise section in our film review podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna do a weigh in every single time, and I want to quickly clarify very quick. I don't agree with the weigh in thing. I just think it's funny. No, because. It doesn't really like weigh anything. Like my personal goals aren't to get thin; they're to get like like leaner but muscle. So no, I don't really care about me. I don't need to lose weight. I just want to kind well, of. I want that silhouette to change. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to like trim down a little bit, but I don't care about actually um like the weight. It doesn't really bother me. I just but want to. You look... weigh a lot. <laughs> that I do weigh a lot at the moment. I do want to I like very, lose some weight. Basically, when we've been discussing this, we were speaking. So today's New Year's Eve. <laughs> Not to make us look too sad, we're podcasting on New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's still the morning, kind of. It's not. It's, it's one, one of the afternoon. <laughs> but um, we spoke a couple of days before Christmas, and we'd both weighed each uh, weighed ourselves, not each other. I was quite shocked when you told me how much you weighed. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you're like a bit shorter than me, and I think I'm a lot overweight for my height. You're not overweight, I don't think. You just need I am, to... I am. You just need to exercise. I am Who's overweight. Wants? But I think, you're yeah. You're very overweight. You're, I reckon... <laughs> let's find out what, what weight to height makes you obese, yeah? So I'm 5'11". And, well, we can do our weigh-in now if you want. Yeah, let's do our weigh-in. Do you want to go first? Yeah, whilst you're getting up the BMI calculator. All right, so while we're doing this in stones and pounds, just to alienate our listeners. What would you rather do? I wouldn't mind doing pounds. Just pounds? Just pounds. 
like an American bodybuilder. The calculator top. I found is stones and pounds, I'm afraid. All right, so I'm going to stones and pounds. <laughs> You're five so, eleven. I'm five eleven. So uh, that's actually doing... really light. Five eleven. Wait, mate, this is wrong. It's saying I'm ten stone. <laughs> Come on, <with> question mark. I <laughs> got that went really wrong. I need to leave because I think it's the carpet. I'm gonna go and do it. In the yeah, hallway. go and do it on the hard floor. All right, give me a minute. He didn't get the joke, did he? About about the height. He said he was five eleven. I said that's actually really light. He didn't understand it. There's a lot of times where I'll make a joke that is quite shit, but then he'll text me later on saying that he totally missed it and that it was actually very funny. It's just those sort of nice confidence boosts that you hope for. Okay. I've weighed myself. <laughs> Moment of truth. <laughs> so I'm currently 16 stone three. You've lost quite a bit of weight, actually, since we last <laughs> so I've he's... done the opposite. You've lost five pounds <laughs> in... <laughs> in a week. Mate, you're going to be a real fit boy. <laughs> right, let's have a look. It's my problem during December is all I do is... <laughs> what does it say? Morbidly obese. Your BMI is 31.66. This mean? is usually classed as overweight or obese. It's oh, likely no. your cancer risk will reduce by losing some weight. How much weight? Aim <laughs> to, to gradually lose weight, it says. Next steps... Oh, I'm doing this on the World Cancer Research Fund website, by the way. That's oh, why great. there's so okay. much cancer stuff. Thank you for this. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're quite worried about getting diseases all the time and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's quite apt, really. But yeah, you're you're obese. <laughs> <laughs> and how much do you weigh? Have you done your weigh-in? Well, I did mine last night, and it was three pounds more than it was when I spoke to you before christmas ah so you've gained weight and i've, I've lost weight. weight i've had a busy christmas i've had a lot of food when i go i was with my in-laws and when i'm around there for some reason my mother-in-law really like wants to just feed me all the time <laughs> she's always just giving me food so it kind of and i just keep on taking it mm. um so i'm like half man half stolen right now but uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get on the scales i'm gonna take my headphones off because i don't want them to God. be involved in the weight do you take your belt off when you did it um, I didn't. I'm not wearing a belt. I'm wearing trackies. I'm wearing like. The good thing is, I'm not wearing trousers. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> right here we go. Right, so we're watching him doing his weigh in. How much does he weigh? I'm looking at his body now, and he's not even slightly overweight. I think he's been a bit silly. Oh God, he's showing me his belly. <laughs> Overnight, I have lost half a pound. So uh... there we go. <laughs> makes all the so what's your initial weigh in? I'm gonna write them down. I'm fourteen point seven. Fourteen point seven. So when we last when we spoke before Christmas I was fourteen five, so Ah. Uh, so I have got bigger. I'm sixteen three, you're fourteen seven. I have a lot more muscle than you. You are very weak. <laughs> but I'm stronger willed. <laughs> but you're stronger willed and taller. <laughs> and smarter. Um <laughs> and my BMI is twenty six point oh six. Um this is still classed as overweight or obese. Interesting. See, so... I, again, and I want to just clarify this to anyone listening. BMI is a very faulty system. We're going, it's, it doesn't take into account a lot of like where your like weight actually lies and stuff. So like a bodybuilder can weigh a lot because muscle is very, very dense. You're not a bodybuilder. But... No, no, I want to fucking anyway. get into that. I want to get into that. So like a bodybuilder would weigh a lot, but they would be classed as obese, even though they're quite healthy. But... Mm. That being said, at the moment, my distribution from muscle to fat is way off. Cause, also, though, I don't yeah. think being a bodybuilder is actually genuinely that healthy. 
depends how you do it their weights can flip flop and they're obsessive and stuff like i don't think that's healthy i don't think being obsessive with anything's healthy being obsessive to the point of doing doing this in a film podcast about norm the north this is the most obsessive thing i've ever seen so my plan is just to have a lean diet during january particularly kind of um doing a cut because i hate cutting but um kind of a lot of sweet potatoes a lot of like complex carbohydrates and why sweet smaller meals uh they're like a really good source of they're like a complex carb so you can like they're just really good, mate. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not convinced. They're no different Salt. to a regular potato. Sweet potatoes apparently have a lot of um they have a lot of like extra no. stuff in them. They're really good. I've, I've filmed a dietitian, they're no different. Are they really? Yeah. Oh well. I I like sweet potatoes though. I like a nice baked. Yeah, they are sweet very nice. nice. I think you're a complex carb. <laughs> complex potato. Um and my big things as well, like my big things for January particularly, no beer, mm. gin and tonic. I'm doing that instead. Yeah. So it's a lot lighter. Um, no, no cheese boards before bed, and like chocolate <laughs> and donuts and like fucking things that are gonna like kill me. And just kind of eating a little bit healthier in general and smaller portions because my my biggest problem is that my portion size is way off. I'm yeah, just like eating. For me. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm gonna rejoin the gym as well. Um, yeah, just for the showers. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now mine's the same. I think I'm just gonna cut down on the portion sizes because that's my big problem. It's the big old portions. I kind of want to stop drinking so much tea. Don't know if that amount of milk I'm consuming is probably helping. It's probably not. Interesting. What have you I thought about going? Water, definitely. Do you do like what milk do you use? Semi skimmed. Semi skimmed. That's not Green too top. bad. It's not too bad. Um, and I mean I have loads of vegetables. Mm. But I don't know, I, f- I think it is the portions and it's the snacking, which yeah. is annoying because it's the overhang from Christmas. And the thing with us was that we weren't at home for Christmas for most most of the like main week. And so we just inherited loads of like leftovers and loads of chocolates and sweets and stuff. And I'm not a wasteful person, so I'm going to eat them. <laughs> so that's your January, it's just <laughs> eating all the chocolate. Yeah, I think January is going to be a slow progress for me. Yeah, I think if I can lose a couple of pounds and just get my step count back up, then I'll be happy. Yeah, step count as well. Yeah, I think my we should do that. Terrible. Where we, yeah, I, mine is at the moment. I used to do ten thousand, and now I'm like cracking my my watch does like a little celebration when I do more than five thousand. It yeah. sets off like ringing. It's like well done. Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same. I saw my average had gone <laughs> down to like two thousand over December. Wow. Yeah, that's but... mental. It's annoying because I'm always up, but I'm mostly just standing still in the corner of the room. You need to get used to like having like a walk in the morning or a run or something. Well, I do. I, I walk to the kitchen, don't I? <laughs> to make you eat five donuts. <laughs> Pour that green-topped milk straight into my gullet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, a lot of water. I don't drink enough water. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I always confuse being thirsty for being hungry. So I'll be like, oh God, like my mouth is all dry and I'll just eat. Because I'm like, what is that sensation? I forget what first is. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, I'm hoping we can become real fit boys. What's what's your like target for the end of the year then? Just to get, just to get, gotta shed some pounds, mate. You're a beast. yeah. I'm not. Oh yeah, no. I want to get down to like a leaner weight. So like, let's say I'm about like 230 pounds. I'd like to get to maybe 210, and I'd like more muscle definition and to kind of be muscular and powerful. 
like a fucking big bit of oak, uh, but more cardio and more cutting because my last time I was exercising a lot, all I was doing was bulking, which was stupid. Because if you just keep doing that, you just become huge and yeah. fat. That's <laughs> and another, another part of where my problem started was that a couple of years ago, I worked on Hunted and I was part of a team where it was like me and then an assistant producer and a runner. And the runner had, she was celeriac. Is that what it's called when you can't eat? celiac celeriac's a vegetable <laughs> yeah no 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 she was the be- the vegetable <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah she she couldn't eat gluten and stuff and she had quite a few things she couldn't eat and she kept on buying these like they're called bounce balls you had right. those no it's like an almond uh protein ball i think and we all kept eating them because they tasted so good but all of us i mean she was a girl but like me and the AP both had like boobs by the end of it because we were just being like sat in a car. What? Because you were just like, because you were eating such, what was the problem with them? They were really they high were just fat. Too or... high. Yeah. Too high in like fat and protein. You're sp- they're like energy uh. balls. You're supposed to have them and then do loads of exercise. And we were, we were doing a fair bit of exercise, but I think we thought we were doing more than we actually were. Yeah. And then we were eating malwams as well. And like, it was just fucking havoc. And since then I've never came back from it. <laughs> I think you shed those moves. I think you're you're very harsh about your body. I think all you just need to do is just like lift a weight, and then you'd be maybe fine. the weight is mental. Yeah, I think so. Past that blockade. Yeah, because you're a my healthy weight. Not my enemy. He's my friend. I think you're a healthy weight for someone who's sixteen. Uh, not sixteen. <laughs> sixteen. <stone. laughs> just in my head. No, you're a healthy weight for someone who's six foot tall. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Like and BMI I... is super flawed, and you shouldn't listen to it. Maybe I used to be unhealthily skinny. Maybe we don't need to do Real Fit Boys. Maybe. <laughs> first episode of Real Fit Boys. It's also the last. <laughs> no, no, we are going to do it. And we're going to do it every two episodes. So we're going to do a weigh-in. Once and a t- month. And talk about our progress. Uh, but if we bulk record a bunch of them, it might be like mad. So, <laughs> so don't think that no if progress. you're listening, that suddenly one of us has like dropped a stone in, in a, a two weeks. It won't. It'll probably be like a gap in recording yeah, we'll, we'll say and, da- we'll try and date them we'll date them today's the 31st of december for all those interested this yeah. is a really self-indulgent thing to do in our adam sandler podcast isn't it doesn't it? matter though does it like no, it who cares we just do what we want to do and now yeah we'll do what we want and we want what we do right. <laughs> <laughs> so well, and, all right let's make it adam sandler themed i want to have the body of zohan yeah uh, that's always been my well, aim. i want the shecky moskowitz body i'm going for that so you're going for a shecky body young agile tanned see i think we need to accept that we're getting older and you just don't gain that you don't become that again that's that's a young man's body i like think you're... you're gonna have the just go with it body where he's fat but flexing in the swimming pool oh that i'd love that that'd be sick like a little bit of muscle it's pretty sick but no zohan's my aim where he ate every single day unhealthy food but he also was exercising constantly and <laughs> it's like his body was insanely ridiculous. He's massively uh, ripped in a big way. I think personally, I'll end up with uh, Kevin James's body from um, Here, comes the, Here comes the Boom. I mean, that would be something, wouldn't it? It would. I He's think very you'd have muscular. To put on weight to have that. Really? Mm. Maybe it's put a lot of muscle. It's a lot of power. A lot of. <laughs> I might stop boxing, like becoming a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose body I want. Probably Joe Rogan and Zookeeper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, God knows. No, I just want to lose. I want to lose two, lose two stone in a year. That's my goal. 
Two stone. That's yeah. crazy. Well, to anyone listening, I do not agree with your goal. I think it's harsh on yourself and you need to just <laughs> become comfortable I with your own skin. I've got jawline back. I've got so many chins. I know, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yes, I look jolly. Yes, it's great at Christmas. <laughs> I want to be able to go up my stairs without being out of breath. Yeah, I genuinely was... flight of stairs. I was walking around. I felt like the ghost of Christmas present. And then I was just like really weary like he is at the end where he's dying. <laughs> That is sad. All right, well, fuck it. There you go. That's the real fit boys. We're going to try and become real fit boys, and we've got a commitment now that we've got to stick to for at least the next year. But yeah, so we are going to have a break. I'm not going to put a date on it, and I think also this episode's probably going to be a bit later than the usual Ooh. scheduled date. But this will be our January app, and then I think we've got February off at least. We've got February off definitely. But then we'll be back in in spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's springtime. Ready for award season for the big Brendan Fraser special that we're doing. Ready for the ice to melt. <laughs> Norm's home to be destroyed. And the Encino man to appear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at thesandlipit at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us uh, through our Instagram and Twitter. We're at the Sandlipit, and we're also on Facebook. If you want to get in touch with us about our fitness journey, please do. I'd love that. We will be posting before pictures, but only on our Facebook. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> have you taken your before picture? I haven't. I don't know if I want to. I've taken one. Em took a picture of me. Can I, I'll show you this, but this isn't going right. anywhere else, but I'll get your reaction to it. She took a picture of me. The other day I wore some long johns because I was filming in the snow and oh, no, told me to turn around and look over my shoulder. Maybe I've deleted it, but she took it from like a low angle from behind. <laughs> And I think a lot of my insecurities are around this one picture, probably. You need to, you're a handsome man, you need to calm down. <laughs> Where's this bloody picture? I think I've, I've nuked it off the earth. <laughs> Just ignore my, a call from my mum to do this. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh my. It's not nice, is it? It's not nice, but it's an unflattering picture. No one would look good in that angle. Like, no one. Dwayne the Rock Johnson would look bad at that angle. I don't know. It's the fold. It's the back fold I'm talking about. Oh, God, come on. It's only a little <laughs> fold. Like, just like get used to it. It's like a hyphen in the middle of my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that bad. It's an unflattering angle that if anyone was taken at that angle, you'd look bad. So it's fine. You know, I needed to hear that today. <laughs> I know. See, I feel like this real fit, fit boys. It's you, gonna, it's you're just wanting, relationship. I you're think. just wanting to call me fat, and I'm just <laughs> wanting to support you. <laughs> I would never call you fat, obese. You maybe. just did. You did several <laughs> critically times. obese and at risk of cancer, but not fat. <laughs> I'm gonna go down. I to think ten it's gonna stone. be really useful. I think we're really gonna change doing this. I'm gonna go down to ten stone. Terrible. <laughs> Gets cancer from losing weight too quick. I think that's how Oliver Hardy oh, went, you know. Is it? Oliver Hardy died from losing weight. Shit. So I'll go. The more I'm hearing, the less I want to do real fit boys. Oh, for goodness sake, we are doing real fit boys. We're just not going to worry too much about weight. We're just going to get healthy. Here we strong. go. We're get healthy. If you Powerful. want to be healthy, something you can do to improve your mental health is listen to real boys. Mmm. Our other podcast where we review a Pinocchio film every month until we're 40. Uh, and you can get in touch with us there, realboyspod at gmail.com and visit our socials there. Yeah, if you're missing us on the Sandler Pit, it's a good time to head over there for a yeah, monthly we'll st- treat. <laughs> <laughs> also, give us a rating on whatever. 
Yeah, rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Big five stars, please. Thank you, Joe Tyrone, for all the music for this podcast. Listen to his He's a real boy as well. We've got to mention that, haven't we? He's one of our real boys. And yeah, he releases music regularly. Give him a listen. It's stellar stuff. They say every three months he's releasing a Pinocchio-themed song. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't, uh, you've not heard it from us. (laughs) Starting in January. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks, Joe. And thank you, Luke Thomas, for your artwork. It really, really does brighten up our Instagram feed. What am I going to draw for the norm of the north? I don't know. Pedro? The character that doesn't exist? Maybe make him? No, I don't want to make Pedro. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, oh, the alternate's going to be a real Fit Boys logo. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's going to be <laughs> us doing weights. Wearing football tops. <laughs> uh, and thank you very much to Luke Terry for editing together all these episodes and these trailers and also editing our podcast, keeping it afloat. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So um, come back in a couple of months when we're going to continue with this nonsense. And until then, it's been a very happy Sandlerby from me and a very happy Sandlerby from him. Welcome to the final year of the Sadler Pit. <gasps> Holy icicle! <laughs> <laughs> Why be normal when you can be norm?